Hey friends, welcome to day three of 31 days of podcasts. This is Polina and I'm your host of the Super Mom Society podcast. I'm so excited to be here. I look forward to recording these every single day. And remember that in every podcast post, you can actually interact with me. You can send comments. You can answer the questions that I have listed there. You can also send me messages via Instagram, Facebook, Messenger, and I would love to be able to support and help you creating your healthiest and happiest life. In today's podcast, I'm going to answer Sharon's question about silvery white patches on the scalp. And also, I wanted to talk just a little bit more about sexually transmitted diseases uh, and to continue on from the conversation from yesterday. So let's get to it. Before we do that, just a reminder that I have another webinar coming up next Tuesday on the Healthy Lungs and Breathing Techniques webinar. So if you'd like to register for that webinar, you can head over to my website and it's right on the front page. And then you just click the link to register and you'll get an email confirmation with the link to join the webinar. And then remember, if you can't make it to the time that the webinar is live, you can always get the recording after the webinar is finished. Oh, and this time the webinar comes with a download. So all of that, I had a lot of requests for that last week's episode, um, last week's webinar. And so I will be creating a download with this one coming up that has the protocols and the directions on how to create the healthiest lungs and also the different breathing techniques that are super very, very effective in um, helping with your respiratory system. Okay, so Sharon um, asked in the Facebook group about silvery white patches on the scalp. So that is most likely psoriasis. Any sort of skin issues, we've kind of been talking about this last several podcasts, skin issues uh, related to the digestive system this is just if you're experiencing any sort of rashes anything that's itchy that is a sign that you need to rebalance the digestive system definitely the liver and the kidneys play an important role to what happens to our skin i talk a lot about why i look as young as i do and feel as vibrant as i do and that is directly related to my many years of having a very healthy eating lifestyle. So when it comes to psoriasis on the skin, a couple things you should know. The first thing is to use the topical protocol that is like my go-to for anything that has to do with psoriasis or eczema or any sort of rash. And that would be yarrow palm, frankincense, a little bit of peppermint, and lavender. You can actually keep the lavender out if you'd like, but the lavender is really good to reduce any sort of scarring or any dark spots on the skin. And then the next thing would be to make sure that you are changing your eating lifestyle. So when you have a digestive system that is thrown off balance, you have to rebalance it in order for the skin to recover. So for example, if you're eating dairy or sugar, which are the top two triggers for any sort of skin issues, 
then you need to take Digestin and Terrazyme three times a day. And you can also use the Digestin on the bottoms of your feet. And then another great combination would be either Zendocrine or like a Geranium or Cilantro. All those oils are detoxifying, so they are removing or extracting the toxins out of your system. And they're excellent for the liver and the kidneys. So in addition to that, lots of water. This is, like I said, I think in yesterday's podcast, no, I was talking about this in the webinar about how, um, you know, one of the daily healthy habits is hydrating and it is probably one of the most challenging ones for me. But what I do is I tend to drink a lot more water at night than I do throughout the day. So if you have the struggle with drinking water like I do, put some essential oils in it like your citrus oils, wild orange, lemon, lime, the mandarin oils are really good as well, green or red mandarin. Or you can also drink a lot more water at night. And then on top of that, if you're struggling with, and this is something that I mentioned in the other podcast, if you're struggling with having to get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom frequently, you can use cypress oil to help with bladder control. So, and it works really effective, just like I mentioned, for bedwetting as well. Okay, so for the silvery white patches on the scalp, that is going to need that yarrow palm blend with frankincense, lavender, and the peppermint helps with the itching, which is really good. You could actually make it into a spray bottle and you could just spray it, or you can just drop the drops directly onto the area. You can also add some rosemary. Rosemary is excellent for the hair. It helps with hair growth, helps with shiny hair. So you can do that as well. And then if you're doing the digestion terzyme every meal, eliminate dairy and sugar at least for 10 days. So I was actually sharing with you guys about one of my clients who had a really horrible rash like all over her throat and it was just like growing and spreading and I had mentioned how we first started with helichrysum and we're using helichrysum and Caractex topically because that's also a really good combination for any skin issues but then the rash would have some relief and then it would get worse again and then so um, I had her eliminate all the foods that she was eating all dairy, sugar, meat, and gluten, and also like uh, fish, any sort of animal product, and then have her reintroduce it to her eating habits to see how she, her body reacted to it. And she noted and noticed that she was much more sensitive to fish and like shellfish and nuts than she had ever been before. She never had any food sensitivity or allergy to any of those things. And then that's when I, it kind of clicked that it possibly could be related to a vaccine. And that's when we found out that she was just recently vaccinated. It had been like maybe three months or so. And the rash that she was experiencing had directly, was directly related to the vaccine and the toxins that were sitting in the liver and the kidneys. So we did a detox and she did a cleanse and then the rash was gone. So with that being said, keep in mind too, it could very well be possible that if you have recently been vaccinated or if you've gotten any sort of shots or you're taking any sort of over-the-counter medication or prescription medication, 
it may be possible that a rash is related to the chemicals or the drugs that you are using. If that's the case, digestion enterozyme will really be helpful, but also you need to eliminate all those food items, so dairy, sugar, meat, and gluten, and incorporate a lot of water, fresh fruits and vegetables, some juicing if possible, and then the oils for detoxification, which you could use zendocrine, you can also use geranium, you can use cilantro, a lot of citrus oils like lemon, grapefruit is another really good one for that. So you can use it topically, internally, and aromatically. And for those of you who want the exact protocol, I'm going to be posting the episodes for my subscribers only with how to use those essential oils and also how many drops to use in each of those combinations and blends. Actually, I have like a kind of like a day-to-day plan of what you should be drinking and taking. So if you would like to subscribe to that um, subscriber exclusive content, you can. I now offer subscriptions on this podcast. That way you guys can get more detailed. And in the meantime, I can support everyone else that's listening. Remember, you can always catch more of my content on Instagram, on TikTok, on Facebook, and on YouTube. Just look up Super Mom Society. Okay, so that's what I would recommend for that issue. Remember, you want to watch to see how your body responds anytime you're using a naturopathic alternative to heal the body. So if your body is not responding, you need to change the essential oil combination or there is some certain food that you are still eating that your body is responding to. Well, another thing is stress. And I mentioned this in the Daily Healthy Habits webinar I taught on Tuesday, that stress plays a really important role in your life. And it's so funny because like my kids are so good at letting me know, like they can tell when I'm stressed. They're so in tune with my facial expressions, my energy, if I'm sad, if I'm mad, if I'm angry or irritated or frustrated. And it's actually really helpful for me when they call it out because sometimes I don't even recognize or realize that I'm stressed because you just get into that mode. You may be so used to being in that stress mode. They don't even recognize what's happening. And I remember one time I came home just not too long ago and I was really stressed about a not so great situation that happened with my ex-husband and his girlfriend. And I redid all the furniture downstairs in my house. I moved all the furniture around. I took the couch outside. I put the other couch in the other way. I pulled out all the rugs and it was a really great stress reliever. (laughs) But also I had so much energy, not positive energy, but like a lot of tension energy that was coming up from that experience and I needed to do something with it. And then the other day, I brought cookies to the beach. We were with friends and my friend asked like, oh, who made these cookies? And and Ellie said that she made the cookies while she was really stressed. And it was so cute because um, at the time that she was like baking, I didn't realize that she was baking because she was stressed. But that's just like one of her methods that she uses to relieve her stress. So um, that was really, really helpful for her. And it was funny because I even asked her, like, oh, what were you stressed about? Or I think my friend asked her and she's like, I don't even remember. And then we remembered what it was. But yeah, it was really, we have to have those, um, they're like those, you know, tools, those channels where we can kind of put our stress and be able to relieve it. Sometimes it's deep breathing. Sometimes it's yoga. Sometimes it's reading book, being alone for a few moments to just, you know, calm down. And then of course, using your essential oils are so helpful and beneficial 
it actually helps regulate your nervous system and it lowers, it de-escalates your emotions. So smells are very, very powerful. So just smelling an essential oil can do that. One of my favorite go-to oils for de-stressing is like passion, motivate, or the stronger blend. I was using it this last week for my kids who were experiencing that hand, foot, mouth disease. And, um, and so I'm like, oh, wow, this is a really great, it's got that Lutzia in it. And then it's got that mixture of a little bit of spice. So, um, yeah, find an oil that helps. Neroli was my go-to for like anxiousness and nervousness. Neroli is really good for that. And I just put it right underneath my tongue, use the roller and roll it underneath the tongue. Otherwise, you can put oils just right onto your forearms and that helps with stress as well. Frankincense on the chest or the heart is also really good. Increase heart palpitations, lemongrass. I'll always remember that one. Okay, so let's keep going. Um, So I wanted to share just a little bit more of the chapter I was reading yesterday about sexually transmitted diseases from the book called The Mucusless Diet Healing System by Professor Arnold Errett. So I had talked to you guys about all kinds of um, perceptions on STDs and how we truly believe that we can only cure it with a medication or a drug. And yet oftentimes people who are meat eaters that eat a lot of meat are much more susceptible to all different kinds of diseases, illnesses, ailments, and conditions, also sexually transmitted diseases because of the fact that they eat so much meat and it really throws off so much of the balance in their body. So the reason why I wanted to keep reading about this is because this also has to do with pregnancy and motherhood. So I'm going to just read a little bit more. There's a lesson in this book. It's called, uh, the first part of it is called, uh, let's see, it is called Sex Diseases. And this one is Motherhood and, uh, and how the eating lifestyle affects how healthy our children are. Remember, all of my children, uh, when I was pregnant with them, I did not eat dairy I did not eat sugar. I didn't have, I had a little chocolate here and there. I love, love dark chocolate, vegan chocolate, but I ate a lot of fruits and vegetables. I also didn't eat meat. I remember maybe twice in my pregnant, in all five of my pregnancies, I had a little bit of meat because I was really low in iron. And um, at the time, my ex husband was very concerned and didn't know much about supplementing with like an iron supplement. Now I have not done that. I haven't eaten meat at all. But um, even still, with that kind of eating lifestyle, I have five really healthy, tall, vibrant, smart children that are not, you know, missing out on any supplements or nutrients or vitamins and uh, have really incredible bodies and wonderful immune systems. So even though they get sick, they recover so, so quickly. And also that's with continued use of using the essential oils. So at the beginning, it was like building their immune system. And I can tell over a consistent period of time using the essential oils, it was really, really supportive for their immune system. Okay, here we go. Motherhood with mucusless diet before, during, and after pregnancy is a development toward the Madonna-like holy purity principally 
different from the dangerous so-called ordinary childbirth with its ever-present risk of life known in our present civilization. If the female body is perfectly clean through this diet, the menstruation disappears. In scripture, it is called by the significant word purification, which it in fact is clean, no longer polluted by the monthly flow of impure blood and other waste. This is the ideal condition of an inside purity capable of the immaculate conception. When seen in the light of this truth, the entire Madonna mystery is easily understood. Every one of my female patients reported their menses as becoming less and less then a two, three, and four months intermission, and finally entirely disappearing, which latter condition was experienced by those who went through a perfect cleansing process by this diet. Headaches, toothaches, vomiting, and all other so-called diseases of pregnancies disappear, and painless childbirth and ample sufficiency of very sweet milk Babies that never cry, babies who are very differently clean as compared with others, are the wonderful facts that I have learned from every woman becoming a mother after having lived on this diet. It is not advisable to start a radical change in diet during pregnancy or while nursing. This should be done at least two to three months before conception. Eating for two with a special diet is unnecessary if the body is clean. Modern babies are overfed, hence these dangerous childbirths. The only reasonable change is to increase the eating of natural sweets, such as figs, raisins, dates, and grapes. If mother's milk is found to be insufficient or bad, do not use Plains cow milk. It, start feeding the baby as soon as possible teens, teaspoonful of good fruit juices and honey diluted in water between meals. This is so different than what we're so used to doing. The baby's craving is sweet and proves that fruit sugar is the essence of all dietics. Dietics. Yeah, dietics. I said it right. So what is considered a well-fed and healthy-looking baby of average normal weight is in reality pounds of waste of decayed milk. Whether the baby is sick or not, as soon as you commence feeding it fruit juices and stewed mashed fruits, you will learn from the elimination that I am correct. The change must therefore be made very carefully. So pretty much he just continues to... He just continues to talk about what happens if you have a pregnancy and your eating lifestyle is very different than that of a meat eater. And he has actually like a a table here. I talked about this many times of what foods cause mucus and what foods eliminate mucus in, in your body. And this is so interesting. I don't necessarily agree with everything that he says. This book was written years and years ago, actually a hundred years ago in 1920. But he also gives a sample menu that includes a lot of baked or boiled vegetables, salads, dried fruits, and fresh fruits and vegetables, and no meat or dairy or gluten or sugar, just sweet uh just natural sugar so i'm so interested i have never done this um eating plan completely 
So um, I'm so interested to do something like that. It'd be cool to do like a 30-day challenge if we can go through and create a menu and a meal and then uh, follow it to try this kind of mucusless diet system. But all that to say that I do believe that a lot of the eating lifestyles that civilization has now affects the baby's health in a tremendous way. And all the processed chemicals, packaged foods, the dairy consumption, and um, the packaged and processed dairy, cheese, gluten, the processed wheat, and all the other sugar, salt, chemicals, additives that are added cause a tremendous amount of problems in pregnancy and also the health of our children. So it would be a good idea if you're listening to this now and you want to incorporate some healthier habits for your children is to just... All you have to do to start off with is to increase the amount of fruits and vegetables that your kids are eating on a daily basis. So in every single lunch that you're making for them or breakfast, make sure they have some fruit. And I know that I have read part of this book at the beginning where it said the worst thing, the absolute worst thing we can do for our body is to eat dairy, meat, and gluten and sugar first thing in the morning before before the 10, 10.30. So... Just keep that in mind that you can add in fruits and vegetables to your child's eating lifestyle and to your eating lifestyle as well. And then just slowly start to change and adapt the morning routine with your kids so that they are eating maybe fruits in the morning as opposed to all the sugar, meat, gluten, and dairy that we tend, we have taught And we have maybe learned ourselves to give to them. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. This is day three of 31 days of podcast. This is Polina, your host of the Super Mom Society and your favorite super mom. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and I'll be back tomorrow. And remember, stay awesome.